The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello and welcome to Two Millennials One Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Gable. And I'm back! I'm Abby Richmond. This is episode 33, and today we're talking about the failures or the successes of the public school system. And getting hit by the brick that is called college. Before we get started, I'd like to encourage you all to like, share, subscribe, favorite, spread this podcast. Tweet, Snapchat, MySpace. Tumblr. Thanks. All right, let's dig into this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You have to plug the Spotify playlist as well. Are you updating that? Okay, so since I've been on a hiatus, I have not updated the playlist, but I will do that tonight. So if you want to listen to a slightly stale playlist that you've probably already listened to, check us out at Spotify 2 Millennials 1 Playlist, and that may be updated. It will be. Promise. Okay. Today, we have some special guest stars with us. I brought to the studio my best friends from college, Bob and Aiden. I'm Bob. Hi, I'm Aiden. My friends are from a uh, smaller town than where I grew up, and so I figured that talking about the transition from high school to college would be an interesting view from the points of, like, an Iowa high school to two different sized Missouri high schools. Absolutely. This will be great. All right, Abby, let's just start with you. I got the message from you that said I was not prepared for college. And as your educator, I felt personally victimized. Can you just tell me some stuff? So I 100% think that calculus was the class that I would say has most prepared me for college in terms of realizing how hard I have to crack down on things that I don't necessarily understand or even on things that I think I have a concept of and then like get wrecked on the test. I still need to know that I need to go over material regardless of the matter. But some of my other classes, I definitely got used to like learning the material, studying it for the test and then dumping it. Whereas that's definitely not the case in all of my college classes, even though I've only been going for like a week or two. Aiden, Bob, have you found similar experiences as far as your introduction to college? Did you feel you were prepared? Did you feel some things were lacking? Where are you guys at? We actually feel a bit on the contrary. We went to quite a different high school than Abby did. It was a really small school, but we had quite a few really great teachers there who really worked hard on preparing us for college. College is definitely more difficult than my high school experience, but it doesn't feel so much like I got hit by a brick <laughs> as... It's kind of just a steep hill that I'm struggling a little bit climbing, but I'll get there. I'm definitely studying more than I did in high school, but I did have to study in high school a fair amount. And I took some difficult classes, especially some of my dual credit ones. I didn't take as much dual credit as Bob did, and I didn't really need to study much in high school, but I still practiced it because my mom is a teacher and she told me that I needed to. Other than that, it hasn't been too hard for this transition. I definitely feel like study tips weren't something that was ever taught or ever gone over, other than taking notes in class that were directly like, here's, I'm going to write this on the board and you need to write it down. Like, that's the only situation that I ever needed to take notes on anything. But my comm class in college, my professor is specifically told me like don't take notes on what's on the board take notes on your reactions to what I'm speaking on in the lecture and then focus on that and do research to answer those questions and that will help you study more than writing down what I write down because you've already been introduced to that so study on the questions that you have so I definitely think study skills was something that I didn't learn at high school I also think that coming from the school district that I did that we get stuck on having the same teachers who maybe aren't just fresh out of college and so a lot of the new material that 
is needed to teach new generation students isn't present. And so I think that's definitely a struggle. So you would say you would benefit from maybe a younger staff or more turnover as far as the people that are teaching you versus these people that have been here for 30 years. Is that what we're boiling it down to? Yeah, not that they weren't once or still could be good teachers. It's just that like our attention spans are shorter as students and we learn differently and there's technology that could be integrated into the classroom that isn't being used to the full potential. And so I think that there are definitely new ways of teaching that could be useful in the classroom. Not that fresh meat teachers are always the best to work with because like I have had a few of those in my high school career and it's been rough because they don't necessarily know how to do classroom management like the old teachers do. But I do think that it's important for them to learn new stuff. So your bros are over there nodding about fresh meat. I want to hear about this. Did you guys have a lot of young teachers as you were going through or what was your dynamic like? We didn't have a lot of young teachers, but we definitely had a couple. And our experience with teachers that were fresh out of college wasn't the best. Probably the worst teacher I've ever had. He was a band director. It didn't help that the band director we had right before him was the best band director I've ever had. But this guy, he just... He was completely unprepared for everything and he had no control over anything in the classroom and he just didn't really do anything right. And then we also had a science teacher. It was his first year out of college whenever we were in eighth grade, seventh grade, I think. His main teaching style was bullying you. Oh my gosh. What he was trying to talk about, but he had never, like, it wasn't his major. He did not study physics. I mean, the bullying thing kind of worked for me, but it got to Aiden a little bit. Yeah, I can't handle that. I can't handle teachers that are mean to me to help me learn and it wasn't just me he was mean to everyone he was mainly mean to women he was kind of sexist as you can imagine he was also the football coach (laughs) oh yeah yeah, of course i think oh i forgot about another teacher we had he taught engineering but he was hired as a football coach the biggest problem we had at our school was they would hire people as coaches first and teachers second and so this is a guy trying to teach us advanced math for engineering who dropped out of calculus in college because it was too hard for him and he went to a two-week engineering school over the summer to prepare himself wow love that that brings up an interesting point so you guys small town small school they have a terrible time attracting qualified people. And I think that's what yeah. you're getting at with, hey, let's hire this guy that coaches that has knows nothing about they this subject. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard. They recruit really hard, but no one really wants to go there, not to be offensive to small towns. But if you want any sort of social life, it's hard. You have the exact opposite situation, Abby, where you have people that are decorated and have a lot of yeah. degrees and a lot of experience. But you guys are coming out and saying, yeah, Truman's all right. It's a hill, but I can climb it. And you're coming out and getting smacked in the face. A lot of the teachers at Lone Jack were not necessarily the best but we had three or four that were just amazing teachers you go to for help and yeah knew what you were talking most of about. them had been there for quite a while actually the really good ones there was one she was fairly fresh out of college i think five or six years a couple of good ones like the band director who was good before the bad one he left because other schools were offering him better pay yeah. and then we also had a really good history teacher she also left because another school was offering better pay yeah um so it's really just how people don't want to go to small town schools just because the pay isn't that great so what else specifically abby what could we do me speaking on behalf of the public education that should have reared you better not that you necessarily could put a hand on this aspect of it but i definitely think that like sexual health and education was 
non-existent and so just like coming to college and listening to some of the discussions that were like facilitated during our they're called shade trees during the beginning of Truman week where we were just introduced to conversations that we didn't necessarily have at home or anything because certain kids are sheltered or certain high schools don't talk about it it was interesting to see what people didn't know they offer things like female condoms and dental dams and all kinds of that information at the women's health center and people on my floor didn't even know that that was a thing and I definitely think that for not necessarily heterosexual people, I think that that's important for them to learn about and you don't get that education at high school. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely didn't get addressed. Yeah, let's hear from the small school. I feel like that'd be an even more conservative, closed off place. What did you guys have? We had to take health in junior high um, just because they wanted to expose us to it, but it was not. In junior high? Junior high. And it was not serious. We had to take it in high school too. We also had to take it in high school, but they also didn't push us to take it freshman or sophomore year. I took it online. I had to take it online the same time you did. Yeah. Um, I had a week to finish it, so I had to zoom through it. A week? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I got an A minus. It didn't really, because like with the online, it didn't really stick with me. Right. But I still learned. Yeah. But yeah, the the sex ed stuff that we got in most of our health classes, at least, was pretty much just talking about abstinence. I did take my freshman year. I took a human development class, and that went really in depth to a lot of stuff, which was definitely beneficial to everyone. But that wasn't required. We have a child development course, but it's not required at all. It's not even well advertised and I think that classes like that should definitely be required because you have to take a certain number of math classes a certain number of English and even art is required so I think that skills that are necessary once you leave the home should be required as well because they're not necessarily addressed in health so there should be a separate class do you have to take personal finance we did take personal finance as juniors I think it was taught mostly by Dave Ramsey and I was talking with you guys earlier how he taught us the envelope system which is Mm -hmm beneficial except for the fact that like I don't carry cash and envelopes with me and so the only other way I could see me doing that was through like separate accounts and that would be just really difficult. This was Dave Ramsey talking to you about envelopes? Yes. Okay that seems like a fundamental problem though from an educator sitting here. Why is Dave Ramsey who is not live in flesh teaching you about envelopes and cash in a society where we don't use envelopes and cash? In my personal finance class she was a first year teacher and the DVDs, she was a good one though she was yeah she was a good business she knew what she was doing the dvds came with a textbook and she gave us the textbook and it was like fill in the blanks as you watched the dvd and so for every class that's pretty much what we did then we had a quiz over at the end of the week to see if we had because we had to go home and read what we had written down because she knew we weren't going to remember it after <laughs> we had written it down and so i found dave ramsey really helpful but of course, the next year she didn't do that because she was she got on her feet and she was able to teach the class on her own. So it's not necessarily the material that's like screwing me. It's how the class was led. I took personal finance online, and I don't know about your guys' experience with online classes, but I don't remember anything from any <laughs> online class I've ever taken because I, I just can't learn like that. I've never taken an online class don't. because it's not recommended. Don't. I had like I had teachers at my high school to teach most of the things that I was taking, although most of it wasn't necessarily preparing me for my college major. So in unison here, 
everyone saying don't take online classes and everyone's moving to online classes like especially in your schools these universities mm-hmm. are targeting these places yeah. and trying to take out the math teachers and offer all these college classes online i'll get on board with it online classes are terrible i mean i floated through a degree on all kinds of online classes. i knew yeah. i wasn't learning the number of kids anything. that like i've seen cheat on the stat because so many kids at our library, school take yeah. stats it's well known. online yeah. yeah they just go into the library and like why don't we have a proctor room School was so small, it didn't offer a calculus class, so we would have had to take it online. Except then they didn't. We need enough people in our class to want to take calculus, but since no none of the teachers pushed for calculus, Mm. it wasn't offered. There was just I think three or four of us that wanted to take it, and so we ended up having to take college algebra instead. Who was that? Do you know what college I was through? Who was offering? UCM. UCM. Okay. All of my online classes were through UCM, except we did take college english through missouri western except after the first semester the professor it wasn't online it was like teachers teaching the college credit and then the professor at missouri western decided that the teachers weren't grading harshly enough and decided to make it an online course that she proctored yeah and that online course was so ridiculous (laughs) like she was giving everyone we had like 32 high school seniors who had A's in their writing class the first semester and then second semester they all dropped down to D's like a weekend so you so you know that something is wrong so we all dropped the class because she was insane we instead we just um our teachers gave us uh, college prep the English teacher who was teaching us at our school she wasn't certified for dual credit and then Mm -hmm. she got the dual credit certification this year yeah Oof. Their high school experience sounds way worse than yours, Abby Richmond. They're far better off than I am, though. But how do we? So I don't. It's probably just because I'm a mess. Which I think that's it. We were on the way here, and they were like, "Can we confirm how much of a mess you are?" And I was like, "Don't worry, he already knows." Because we got in the car at six o'clock, and they're like, "We're gonna be late." And I was like, "Nothing new." I thought you were actually really early compared to normal. So <laughs> oh, pro- my, oh my goodness! Pro- You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I did not expect to see you that Thanks. soon. It's fine. Would you like to know more about what I'm facing? In your life right now? In college. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so my Tuesday, Thursday classes, I have 90-minute classes, and I can't handle that. I fall asleep every single time, or I zone out and don't pay attention. Aiden doesn't have any 90-minute classes, even though they're on Tuesday, Thursday. I have one. I would agree with that. That was a wake-up call at Truman. If you don't have block scheduling in high school, you don't know how hard it is to sit there for an hour and a half on the same subject, especially if it's a lecture and it's a lecture the entire time. Well, and it's, it's like subjects that I enjoy. My Tuesday, Thursday classes are theater and sociology. I like my soci professor and I enjoy theater. And so it's not something that's boring me out of my mind. I should enjoy the class, but I just literally can't pay attention. My 90 minute class is discussion based and show to leadership. So I find it pretty easy to stay engaged just because yeah. the professor is engaging and she's just a really great professor and keeps the conversation moving and makes everyone attentive. So would you advocate that we switch high school to block scheduling so you can If I do to... that, everyone at KHS is going to judge. <laughs> but I mean, would that help your life? Would that help your transition to school, to college? I feel like it would definitely help the transition. Whether or not I would enjoy it while I was in high school is debatable. I feel like I wouldn't learn as a high schooler student with that kind of setup, but I don't know. Think about if I had a game day on one of those, so I wouldn't have that class for three days. Yep, that is a consequence. I feel like that wouldn't work in high school because so many more, like a larger percentage of kids are student athletes in high school than they are in college, I feel like. Our school was so small. If you participated in one thing, you participated in five. Yeah. Yeah. What else, Abby? Food health. 
I took a foods class my freshman year, but really it just told me like what amino acids were and what I don't know. And how to put all of her ice cream in Bob and Aiden's fridge. <laughs> um, so what I didn't learn was how to shop appropriately, how to save money, how to make sure that what you're eating in the dorms isn't pizza every day. Those are definitely things that I really wish I did learn at high school because not everybody's parents are going to teach you things like that. My parents definitely have the knowledge and probably gave it to me. I just wasn't listening kind of situation, but some parents aren't supportive like that and aren't going to tell their children anything of the sort. So I think that that would be a very valuable lesson to learn at high school. Where did you guys learn how to not eat pizza every day and those similar topics? My cross country coach, he always compared, he said that your body is like a Cadillac. If you put bad stuff in it, the Cadillac's not going to run well. So you got to put good stuff in to run well. And I always took that to heart. He would show us PowerPoints like, 10 to 12 slides of what to eat, when to eat it, why you eat it, and how important water is. Um, Oh yeah, I have kids in my classes that say they haven't drank water in like three or four days. That's terrifying. Isn't it? Yeah. What else, dude? How do we fix high school? Like your high school? How do we make your experience more like their experience? I really think (laughs) that updated PD days. I think those could be used to update teaching methods and like we had in-service days at the pool and I got to practice my skills on like how to do a save or I got to learn new things and every time there would be some forget how to save people I mean you don't practice it if you're a good lifeguard so in-services were helpful and so I think that if we put those PD days to use and ran refresher courses or updated the existing teachers on new research that's been done on current students and the new generation. I think that would be really helpful. Do you think we need to offer a study skills class or something like that? A hundred percent. I think that there should be a class labeled college prep and it's not material-based as in all of the like core classes. It's like skills that you need to know. So like basic woodworking or sewing skills that you don't have what if i rip my pillow like i did earlier today and i don't know how to sew it up i need to know how to do that or how to cook a breakfast could you guys sew a pillow back together i could try i know how but that's because my grandmother taught me no one has taught these folks and if they didn't have any female friends that were taught by their grandmother tried to teach me how to sew it's just i can call my mom she could work me through it um other things that need to be taught in this college prep class are study skills lgbtq sex health that um, would never be taught in lone jack lone jack is very conservative oof another thing that is different at truman is the diversification of my classrooms there are more asian students that i've ever seen in my whole life and you can't walk to any of your classes without seeing a couple of them there's a lot of international students Truman sends students out and yeah. brings in students from other countries. Yeah, there's a lot of foreign kids at the school, and I think that is really interesting, and I'm getting a culture shock. I have a girl from Scotland in my public speaking class who came here to play soccer. She's really cool. We live with a Japanese dude. His name's Shory. He's the best. He's, he's cool. He's practically a god. What can high school do, just focusing on the diversification of your classroom, as you said? How can we better that for you guys? I don't know on that line. Our superintendent offers 
trips to other countries. So I've gone to Ireland, Scotland, Wales, London, and then I went to Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and Italy. And then this summer I went to Italy again, and we just went all the way down Italy. Through and school. It's every two years. And so as soon as one trip's done, he starts the payments. So it's only mm-hmm. payments of $200, $100 a month for two years. And so it builds up the money pretty quickly. And he pushes students for that. So, and I feel like it's a very efficient process. Yeah, I never went on any of the trips with the superintendent, but I went on a couple with the history teacher, and I played with um, a youth symphony back in Kansas City, and we went on some trips, which was really great. Like, really opens up your horizons, your horizons. how many cultures there are. So we do offer trips. They just took a batch to Vietnam. That was the first time that's ever happened. They've taken others. They've been to Italy and Greece, that same setup. What? Yep. This is the first time I've ever heard that. I don't know if they offer payment plans and encourage students to do it like they're speaking of, but there's definitely options to travel. Yeah, the Vietnam trip was like not hyped at all. Ours are heavily advertised. Heavily hyped. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Get teachers that care. Okay, but that's a real thing. Do you think that's where we fail? Do you feel that you weren't cared about? A hundred percent. I think that not all the teachers are like that, but I definitely think after teaching for a long time, you start to have this disposition towards bratty teenage kids that like, oh, you're not listening to me teach? Well, that's fine. I'm not going to do a good job teaching then because you're not paying attention, which I would feel the same way because sometimes when I'm working with the kindergarten students, I'm like, okay, if you're just going to sit there and cry, then I'm going to walk away. You're not paying attention. I think that it's going to require work from both sides for sure. Do you feel disadvantaged compared to another Truman student or these two sitting right here? Do you feel like you don't have as good of odds to succeed? In some cases, yeah. I think that with bigger schools, I'm at an advantage because I was able to create a more personal relationship with some of my teachers and develop that on a deeper level so that I could get help when I needed to. Like if I was struggling in geometry, I was able to come to you and get a different perspective or a different teaching method than the teacher that I had. And not that one or the other was better, but just that I needed a different way of learning. And so I had that opportunity in some of my classes. And so I was really grateful for that. And at bigger schools, I'm sure that they just have more students and wouldn't be able to connect as well. So I think that I'm lucky in those terms, but I also am sad that like I wasn't exposed to Blackboard before college because like I missed an assignment because I didn't know how to find it on Blackboard and so I feel like being exposed to that Blackboard's instead of, the worst. Yeah, instead of like Google Classrooms that was barely used in high school. Like we we don't integrate technology at all. And so I think that in that sense I am behind. I feel that this whole show will be perceived very poorly by my coworkers. Don't put it out then. I'm putting it out. I mean, I have good things to say about KHS. Let's hear them. Give me some good ones. The majority of my English teachers were good in the sense that they prepared me for uh, writing and things like that. Even in middle school, I had teachers that pushed me to do well and succeed in that area. My superintendent was incredible. My student council enacted lots of change. I think that the town had a lot of support for the students, even though we didn't necessarily always perform to high standards. Our art department is incredibly supportive to its students, be it like having seven kids in all-state choir or making it to state in drama or the countless number of awards that the actual studio art students have won. So I think that there's a lot of stuff that my high school did right, and I'm thankful for the teachers that do care about their students and the higher-up management that want to see the school succeed because they do listen to our concerns and they do try and do their best. All right, Abby, Aiden, Bob, thank you all for joining 
two millennials one podcast i guess this was four millennials one podcast it is now time for the song picks of the week i hope everybody's ready okay so i'm gonna start it's called broken by lovely the band do you know that i was just rocking out to that today. oh my gosh yeah, okay good, good. Gravedigger by the dave matthews band we're singing it in canteria this semester so been jamming out to that recently fields of gold by eva cassidy um bob performed it in an opera show a couple years ago i didn't perform it. someone well, else. well it was yeah. in his opera show i didn't even know bob sang opera i'm in an opera studio back home my song pick of the week is pathetic by blink 182 thanks for checking us out this week folks i hope you enjoyed this episode of two millennials one podcast check us out next week for another enthralling episode have a great week mo haul mo money is that your phrase now mo haul mo oranges It's very simple. So you've had a long day. You just need a good pick-me-up. You take an orange. Now, the orange has to have been sitting in the fridge for a while. Is this an orange from the dining hall or one from the store? Preferably one from the store, but if it's from the dining hall, Preferably it's okay. Preferably one from the dining hall. <laughs> you get the full college experience. So you take this cold orange. You go into the shower. You take a nice hot shower. Not too hot, <laughs> but hot. And then you peel the orange in the shower. Because you know whenever you peel an orange, it can be difficult. It gets everywhere, everywhere. The juices get everywhere. And then you can just bite into the orange with no fear. This cold, fresh, crisp Do orange. you, like, section it, like, with the orange sections? Or is it just, like, an apple yeah. situation? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll normally it's section It's personal it. preference, really. Do you eat yeah. your oranges like an apple? Or do you no. But then like if somebody else walks into the community bathroom, they'll just be like, oh, they're shower oranging. It smells delicious in here. And I'm they like, are thanks, shower Doug. Oranging. It never smells bad. In the hallway after. So has the shower orange phenomenon taken over Mo Hall? Is this a thing now? Just three just, north. Just three, just three north. north. Just the best part Hope, of Mo Hall. We're hoping to spread. Their group chat is called Mo Hall More Oranges. As it should be.